Danilo Gallinari, who had a quit career highs across the board last year, is ranked under Kyle Kuzma. Danilo, uh, I barely play because I'm hurt all day, every day. That's absurd. I, 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 I okay, maybe we say. should make a wager then. I don't know what to say. This should we make a wager? Absurd. Should we make a wager that Kyle Kuzma's number will either stay the same or go up or go down? Alrighty, we're back for episode 18 of the Clutch Points NBA podcast. I am Tomer Azarli, your LA Clippers reporter for Clutch Points. Alrighty. 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 I am here with Ryan Ward, our Lakers reporter as usual. Hi, how are you? Uh, Ryan, Ryan, no introduction on that one. Nothing to say. What's that? You had nothing to say there? No, not really. No. I don't even know what I'm doing here. <laughs> Uh, we're going to jump right into it. we got a couple interesting topics for you guys. Um, and one of them is the, actually, something very recent. Um, Dwight Howard officially signed with the Los Angeles Lakers. And he has chosen his jersey number. By the way, this is Clutch Fire. This segment is Clutch Fire. Clutch, Clutch Fire. Yeah, both of us will just fire. Topic back and forth. Sizzling fire. Uh, but Dwight, Dwight chose his jersey number. It is number 39. The first ever Laker to wear 39. That's how old his body is right now. 39. Why 39? Beats the hell out of me, man. I've 39 free throw attempts is the uh, NBA high, and Dwight Howard has done it twice, believe it or not, and shot an amazing percentage doing that. Did he? With the most he hit was, what, 21 out of 39? I believe 21 of 39 20. was one of yeah. them. Wow. That's the only correlation with 39 I can think of. I th- I honestly, I think he chose this to get as far away from 12 as he possibly could so people don't have that kind of like stain in their memory of 12 in purple and gold. Maybe he should have picked uh, 99 then to get as far away from 12 as he could. Yeah, 39 is just weird. I guarantee there's, we're going to find out. In his press con, if he has a press press conference, which I don't think he will, he might have something over the phone, like they did with a bunch of the free agent signees. But uh, or maybe media day, we find out. I don't know, but there's something to it. Something to it. So Dwight shot, uh, as Ryan said, he shot 39 free throws in a game, set the NBA record for attempts. He did that twice. He made 21 as a member of the Magic one year in 2011, 2012, and then the following year with the Lakers, actually. He made 25 of 39. It was back-to-back years? Shot a solid 64% from the line. <laughs> so I was wrong. 25 is the high. 25 is the high, which isn't bad, but it's also not great missing 14 free throws <laughs> in the game. Great. That's, that's LeBron-esque right there. You know, those two are two peas in the pot when it comes to the free throw line. I, I wonder why he chose 39, though, other than maybe it is the free throw number. I don't know. No, I don't think so. Why would you brag about getting in the line 39 39 times? is so random, though. No, it's totally random. Like I, I don't, I don't understand it at all. But who knows? Maybe it's the number of teams he wants to play on before he's retired, <laughs> including overseas and including big three. Overseas, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every big three team, and then maybe he'll be good. So then we come to your boy, your former boy, I guess, SGA, Shea Gildress, Alexander. Oh, you gotta make me cry. Yes, uh, and he's uh, being compared to Westbrook, right? And he says, I'm not Westbrook. And he's grateful for the opportunity he got with the Clippers, right? Saying, 
honestly, I'm just grateful for the opportunity. Not a lot of guys get to experience that their rookie season, meaning he kind of broke out, right? I learned so much from the preparation before the game to things during the game. What? I'm going to give Clippers fans a chance to shed a tear real quick. <laughs> Moment of silence for SGA. There it is. Uh, I mean, Shea had Shea was the only rookie to make the playoff, only lottery pick to make the playoffs and actually play significant minutes. Uh, and now he'll be replacing one of the superstars in the league in Westbrook, representing the Oklahoma City Thunder franchise. You were, um, you were buzzing about him all the way back to uh, preseason. Yeah, he was. Uh, we went to the preseason game. What was it Anaheim? Yeah, the Honda Center. He's and terrific. You, and there. you were talking about him. He's terrific there he's too. Funky he's, form. Uh, just a long, just a long guard. Just one of those long guards, Sean Livingston like. A little shorter than him, but he's just got the length. Uh, projected to be probably one of the best point guard in the draft, other than Trey Young before he broke out. What would you, what would you think his ceiling is? I don't. It's so hard to predict. Yeah, but you every, have every time I've idea. asked Doc Rivers or like his teammates, they've never given an answer because they don't want to. They don't want to sort of put a ceiling on him because they think he could be like one of the great point guards, but he's just got a. You know, learn how to use his body. Well, you said Sean Livingston. Do you think he's going to be better than Sean Livingston? Well, Sean Livingston was on pace to being a really good player before he got injured. But you see what he became. I mean, he's a three-time champion, kind of a role player. No, he'll be better on than a championship that. team. No, he'll be better than that. Okay, he'll be better than he'll be. So that's part of the he'll ceiling. He'll be a star. We're taking steps he'll be here. A star. It's a therapy session. Shea Gildas Alexander will be a star in this league. I'm just going to say that. Okay. Um, all star. He'll be. He'll be a multiple-time all star. All in front of the star. He'll be a multiple-time All-Star. In the West, yes. He will team up with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George at one point on the All-Star team. <laughs> oh, bold. At one point. At one point. Bold. At one point. You ready to see that on a graphic this week, for folks? <laughs> uh, do, you th- do you think he's going to benefit from playing uh, with Chris Paul? Or do you think it's going to be kind of a nightmare? Oh, yeah. He's already said he learned a lot from Chris Paul uh, working out with him the last couple of weeks. Yeah, that's uh, working out a and lot of one-on-ones. playing during the season's a little bit different. Yeah, but you get to see what he sees through his eyes. Uh, you know, Chris Paul will be on the bench, you know, yelling at him about what he should have done, what he what he what he's seen, or you know, just stuff like that. As, mm-hmm. as a point guard, you're the playmaker. You're the one who's controlling the offense. So, Chris, I can't think of a better mentor for Shea than Chris Paul. That's interesting. Um, just because, I mean, you had the Clippers' past point guard in Chris Paul. And who we thought was going to be the Clippers' future in Shea. And now they're both gone and on the thunder. Shed's tear again. <laughs> now you got Patrick Beverly for the next, what, three years? I'm ecstatic for Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly's a dog. Who's the backup point guard? Shamit? Uh, for now, yeah. They have uh, some depth issues deep. to figure yeah, out. Yeah, super deep there. Point guard and center, but at least we have a center. <clears throat> now we move on to trust the thought process where we get into the mind of a player or a coach or whoever the hell we choose. And this week, it's Greg Popovich, the pop. Coach of the San Antonio Spurs and Team USA. Mm-hmm. Team USA suffered their first loss uh, on Friday night. In how many years? In 13 years. They snapped a... The, the lost, they lost to Australia in 98-94. Patty Mills, which is ironic. Patty Mills went off for 30 points. He has had no... I don't think he's had a 30-point game in the NBA. But he just tears up but internationally. He lit, he lit it up uh, as a star for Team he Australia. He just got the green light over there. 
Yeah, absolutely. And he's good. And he knows Greg Popovich. So uh, 78 straight wins for the Team USA lo- uh, snapped. Did you say 78? 78 straight over Holy 13 shit. years. That, th- that includes preliminary and pool play and, and playoffs and all that stuff. Wow. But you know um, that there was one player that didn't play in that game. Kyle Kuzma. Because he'd been cut. Because he would have tilted the scales. Sir. Maybe, maybe he would have. Maybe he's he got an ankle issue. Team USA was struggling to make shots. Maybe conspiracy he theory over here thinks that the, that he was cut instead of actually hurting him, his ankle, and it's just a just a nice way to say get the hell out of here. It's possible. It's possible. The guy was torching it. Well, look, if 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 you're Greg Popovich and you don't want to make Kuzma look bad, like it, like if I'm Greg Popovich, I'm probably saying. What about Kuzma, all the other guys though? All the other guys got well. Not everyone flew to Australia in. though. He, they flew to Australia. So Greg Popovich in his mind is probably like, you know what? I respect Kuzma for his efforts. Let's just give him a, yeah, a nice excuse. Just to his ankle real No, quick. a nice excuse to, to go back home. Um, you know, I, th- I thought he was to one of the better players. I mean, they were stacked with forwards, right? Yeah. Basically the Boston Celtics. Yeah. But uh, I thought he was doing really well. He was showing off that new shooting stroke, hitting threes left and right. I don't remember exactly how many he hit. I think it was like what, five, I think five four, or six, four or something like that. Yeah, I'm just, just gonna, I'm going to go with five or six. But going back to Pop though, like, what do you think Pop is thinking now that that streak is snapped? They've, t- I mean, they've, they've, they won a game. I think last night against Canada, but that 78 game win streak is snapped. Guys don't want to play for Team USA right now. What is going through Pop's mind? I think he he's thinking he could have just been chilling on a beach with a glass of wine or something instead of being in Australia and getting embarrassed. They That's could lose, man. Fair. I said this before. They could lose. Everybody always assumes that the U.S. is just going to run over everybody. But this is this is a slap in the face. This is like wake up. You're not. This is not going to be easy this year. You don't have superstars to rest on. I wonder if Pop, that's Pop's message to his teammates, his uh, his team. I mean, your best player is Kemba Walker, right? Yeah, yeah. There He's pretty go. good. He's pretty good. But the, the guys yeah. after that, they're short of point guard. So Pop has to be maneuvering different lineups just to make i think donovan mitchell donovan mitchell's playing point guard that's how shorthanded they are is he he's still with the team yeah yeah mitchell made it so they have the roster set now um so i if i'm pop yeah i'm just thinking about how <sighs> that that pressure of losing a game maybe maybe he doesn't think about this but the pressure of losing a game and now well it's, now we have now to really teams, know whether or not he really gives a shit well not only that, it's 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 the teams now know that the u.s is vulnerable you, because well, everyone thought they were invincible I forever. I think when you see all these stars just drop off and say, like, I don't really want to do this, you, that's that's a big, that's an open Slap wound the right there. Yeah. It's like, you got you to gotta go after him. And Australia clearly went after him. Yeah, if, if, if I'm Pop, I'm, I got to get into my uh, my team and just let them know, hey, guys, this is, everyone's going to come for our, our throats every game. We can't. Well, wait until they lose another one. Say they lose another one. I mean, I don't know what stage it's in right now. Like It's all prelim. Yeah. The pool play hasn't pool play is going to start in a few days, I believe. So that's when the games wait. will count. If they, if they do lose another one that doesn't exactly count, it's going to be panic mode. It's going to be like, oh, can can they really do this? I yeah. think honestly, I think it's going to make it more interesting if they lose another one. Because otherwise, people are not going to care. People don't care if you just you know run over the people with everybody. Yeah. yeah, their average margin of victory has been like what twenty seven over the last couple of years. So it's, it's always been like that. <laughs> it's too right? easy. It's yeah. too easy. But um. um yeah, you never pop, know. Pop. Could be a year. Could be a year where everything changes. I hope, I hope it isn't. Um, but maybe it's a wake up call. Either way, Pop's got to get into his team and, and and make them realize, hey guys, we got we got to get serious about this. Well, if anybody can do it, it's Pop. 
I don't really see many other coaches that could motivate like him. That's true. That's at true. At this point. Or at least have the respect. Well, we're going to move on to our uh, clutch point of the week. Uh, <laughs> well, Ryan and I are going to talk about um, NBA 2K ratings. Uh, the game's coming out in about a week and a half, two weeks. Uh, NBA 2K20. Most of the player September ratings are out. sixth, to be exact. Yeah, and uh, right now, um, the top t- the top ranked team in NBA 2K20 by 0.4 points. LA Clippers edging out the LA Lakers as the Let's, top team in NBA to be 2K. Frank, if the top four teams have a 78 rating. Yeah, top four it's teams just, a 78 rating. Clippers are at 78.69. Nice. And the Golden State Warriors are at 77.71. So average out, the Clippers edge out the top. Yeah, just barely edge it out. I'm surprised that the top five teams are from the West. The top five teams are all from the West. Clippers at 78. Uh, Lakers just under them. Jazz right under them. Look Denver Nuggets. Far down and Golden Buc- State the Warriors. Bucks are. That puts it in perspective. Wow. Yeah, the Bucks are 12th. Did we just seriously hear a microwave go off? Uh, it's Did possible. You, you heard the ding? Yeah, it's possible. Like, seriously? <laughs> really? I hope that it smells good. Um, but yeah, uh, a lot of teams, uh, a lot of surprising teams, I would say, like, uh, for example, the uh, Miami Heat with Jimmy Butler ranked 21st. Uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves with Carl Towns, uh, Andrew Wiggins, ranked well, 24th. Miami Heat and Oklahoma City Thunder tied. Yeah. It looks like the only team. Nope. Pistons and Bulls are tied to a 24. Cavs surprisingly ranked 19th, uh, yeah. 76. That is pretty surprising. Um, Ahead of the Hawks. You can't tell me the Cavs are more talented than the Hawks right now. We'll probably average it out. It's, it's probably. They have mm-hmm. Kevin Love. Don't forget about Kevin Love. Larry Nance. Kevin Love's an 83 rated. I think the uh, league's player, kind so. of forgotten about Kevin Love. Um. But yeah, are you surprised to see the Clippers number one? No. Because I'm not. Not really. Yeah, I didn't think so. I, fi- I figured dude, it would either be them or the Lakers or shit, maybe even the Warriors at the top. I am surprised to see Utah this high. I'm surprised to see the Nets sixth. The, the, Nets, the, yeah, the Nets are ranked sixth, but they're factoring in Kevin Durant healthy, technically. Yeah, which they shouldn't be doing. I, I mean, does that sound right? Like, I mean, KD should be should be a playable character. He should be a playable well, yeah, player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so, so. He should. So that's that's a misleading rating right there. Yeah. Um, if we go, if we look at the players though, like they announced the top 100 players. Um, Kawhi LeBron ranked at 97, uh, which I think is wrong. I think. In what sense? I think Kawhi needs to be number one. Either Kawhi yeah. or Giannis. Yeah. I don't think LeBron. I didn't think LeBron should have been at the top. No. LeBron no, is mean, not the best two, so, 2K player. I mean, he hasn't dropped down that much, but I'm just saying these guys these guys have gone up. After the postseason that Giannis and Kawhi had? Yeah, exactly. Kawhi torched everyone in his path. Yeah. He's Averaged got, he's 34 be on like 60% shooting. He was insane. He was insane. I just think they're a little reluctant to let LeBron slip. Sp- well, you know what? I just realized this. Didn't they, they just worked with LeBron and Spring Hill Entertainment, didn't they? For that... Uh, Oh, this my career. My career. That's probably why he's ranked <laughs> ninety-seven. You sneaky. You sneaky. This is very sneaky. Sneaky two K. Two K. I, I see, see you, Ronnie. Two K. I see you. Um. All right. My boy Kawhi will get it next year. Then he'll be ranked ninety-seven or ranked well, higher. We'll see. We'll see. Man, uh, load management. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Giannis ranked third at ninety-six. Same with Harden, right behind him at ninety-six, and Kevin Durant. 96 as well. Anthony See, Davis. Even Durant should have been higher. 
Yeah, but you think injured. about Durant. People were convinced Durant was the best player in the league before he went down, before he had the calf strain, not before Achilles. Yeah, I they mean, were you, can make, you can make the case. Yeah, you can make right? the case that Katie should be number so one, barring it, the injury. Yeah, uh, Ronnie Two K did talk about the the troubles of ranking these guys well, with you, injuries. You could never get it right, right? Yeah. Th- this is not a perfect system here, no matter what you do. But I do think you have to take things into account. I mean, Giannis being a point lower than both LeBron and Kawhi, is, I don't know. I would have made them all 97s. Or maybe put LeBron under them. Yeah. Yeah, I think you got to put LeBron under them. Uh, we should know that this these ratings don't factor in the injury to DeMarcus Cousins and the addition of Dwight Howard. Dwight right now is probably going to be like a mid-70s. He's ranked 80 in this that was we, last year's rating. Here, but it was last year's yeah. rating. He says, what you say, mid-70s? I think it'll be mid-70s, which will probably... low-70s. Yeah. I'm That'll probably drop the Lakers uh, overall. popping in my head right now. 72? That's yeah. like rookie. Yeah, well, you know, I, I don't look It's a rookie rating right there. On, on Dwight right now. That's true. You're a little biased. A little bit. <laughs> but uh, And then Steph, Steph Curry with a 99 three-point um, rating. That's insane. Well, the best three-point shooters in the game are Steph Curry, 99, Klay Thompson, 97, Joe Harris, 94, Buddy Heald and J.J. Redick tied at 4-5 and five with 93-point ratings. Uh, Buddy Heald got up that high. He he can catch fire. No, I'm saying he's they good. He's fire. good. I just didn't think he was you know thought of to be that good into elite conversation. Top five? That's, yeah. Technically that's top good. four, right? Because he's tied with J.J.? Yeah, yeah. Technically, yeah. Uh, the top-ranked rookies, Zion Williamson, 81, John Morant, 79, R.J. Barrett, 78, DeAndre, Hutton, DeAndre Hunter, excuse me, geez. Uh, DeAndre Hunter, 77, and Darius Garland, number five at 77. So, DeAndre Hunter doesn't even there. have a picture on here. You're telling me those guys are going to be rated higher than Dwight Howard? Yeah. That's, that's going to be weird. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Zion, <laughs> sure. but Well, look, Dwight's hurt, or at least he's been hurt a lot. He's coming up. What is the last? Is it the glute that he's coming off of? Uh, he had the, uh, yeah, glute something back. He had a back surgery or something. Lower back surgery. He's just been banged up ever since he left LA. Oh. But um, as we said before, I'm a little, little biased about the situation. Top ranked uh, point guard in the NBA, Steph Curry. Top ranked shooting guard, James Harden at 96. Steph was a 95. Uh, Don't think you could argue with either one of those, really. No. Best small forward, LeBron and Kawhi at 97. Best power forward is 94, Anthony Davis. And there's a pretty significant drop-off after that. Blake Griffin's the second best power forward at 88. Chris S. Porzingis ranked the third best power forward despite coming off a... An ACL tear. That'll be interesting to see. Yeah, Lakers got two players on this list, power fours. You got Kyle Kuzma at number nine at Kyle 84. Kyle Kuzma inexplicably rated 84. Can I just say that? I don't get why. That's too high. I don't think he's too what high. What has he done to get an 84 rating? He's amazing. Oh, come on. He's Bias clutch. He's got, the, he's got that mentality. I like it. Kyle Kuzma has not done enough to get an 84 rating. And John Collins has? Yes. Okay, now you're John Collins has been terrific. He's been a 2010 well, guy. He's for a good the Hawks. player, but I think Kyle Kuzma's a good player too. Kyle Kuzma's just been inefficient. Maybe, maybe he'll be better this year. I don't think he will be, but we'll see. If he's just got to improve defensively and a little bit better shooting. Shot ball. taking. He has to pick yeah. his shots. But he's better. a pure score. I mean, that's he's a, he's far from a polished product. But I mean, look at Julius Randle is rated under Kuzma. Damn right. 
You know them, right? Danilo Gallinari, who had a who had career highs across the board last year, is ranked under Kyle Kuzma. Danilo, uh, I barely play because I'm hurt all day, every day. That's absurd. I, 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 I okay, don't know maybe we say. should make a wager then. I don't know what to say. This should we make a wager? Absurd. Should we make a wager that Kyle Kuzma's number will either stay the same or go up or go down? It I'm going to say stay the same or go up. I'm going to say stay the same and go down. Okay, then I'll say... Oh, wait, wait, okay, okay, okay. No, I'm... Yeah, I, I, it's not going to go higher than 84. And I don't think they'll be... It'll it's be not going to go enough. higher than 84? No, but I don't think it'll be bad enough till they drop him that bad. Like, I could see him staying 84 because they don't want to increase it. I think he'll go up. Yeah, I don't think it'll go up. I think they're going to have to lean on this guy a little bit more this year. Okay, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. He's going to be that third guy. They don't have another guy. Loser buys what? Huh? What is a loser buy? I want a bottle of Jameson if I win. Caskmates? Cas- what? Caskmates? No, just a bottle of Jameson. Oh, regular? Yeah. Oh, how polite. I'm not a fancy ass. I'd like a bottle Mofo. of Proper 12. Shout out Chronic. You know McGregor. what? I've never tried that, actually. It's actually really good. Really? Very smooth. Huh. Very smooth. Do you take it straight like Yeah. Shout ice? out Jamie and Peter who let me try those out. That was really good. Proper 12. Yeah, give it a shot. How much is one of those bottles? Oh, like 22 bucks. Not that bad. About the same as Jameson. Well, I'll buy it for myself instead Surprisingly of buying Surprisingly smooth, though. I did not expect it to 22 be 22 bucks, that's actually yeah. kind of cheap. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. Someone told me a story that Conor McGregor punched someone in a bar because he refused to try his whiskey. <laughs> that's the reason? I, I heard that. I don't know if that's I true. I just heard that. that but that, that not that believable, though, <laughs> with McGregor? Yeah, you, you never know, though. Everything. Try my whiskey. Oh, that was a terrible accent. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Can you so try, you try my whiskey? No. Boom. Knock try me whiskey. Oh man, it's look good, at right? that! Straight out of the. I was born there. Oh, you got to do the whole podcast like that. <laughs> no. The whole podcast. I don't think I could do it. Unless you're not, it was, no, you're not changing unless it. Unless I was drunk, <laughs> which is possible. We, we we might set that up. Anyway, <laughs> we went on a total tangent here. We go to centers. Yeah. So the loser of this bet has to buy a bottle. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then centers the best rate the best rated center. This feels like a conversation from ten minutes ago. <laughs> um, the best rated center is Joel Embiid at 91 followed by Nikola Jokic at number 2 Carl Towns 89 feels a little low to me really? that's a little low I to know, me you know what though I think he's one of those guys that he has all the skills but he hasn't taken that next he's step. averaging 20 24 but and you, 12 well, you wouldn't put him in the same category as Jokic and let's see who else is rated higher and Davis. Davis you wouldn't put him in the same category as he's made the all-star game twice hasn't he? He's I'm been, not sure. He's been terrific. I think once for sure. Once? Is it once? But he's only two away from Embiid. I think Embiid is the one that got shorted here. He should I have think been, they factored the injury. He should have been closer to, to Davis. I don't Maybe know. like it's a nine, 92 at least. For who, Embiid? Yeah. That's high. Queen's a That's great defender, high. solid offensive player. I could see it. We'll see. I think his rating will go up this year. It definitely will. Um, yeah, it'll, it'll go up. We're going to move on to the Battle for LA segment of our podcast now where, um, again, late August, not too much going around, but um, yeah, let's just start with, with Ryan's, Ryan had a thing about Dwight, about Anthony Davis and the Lakers. Uh, AD is apparently open to playing the five. After after weeks of saying he's not open to playing the five, now he is? Just in the playoffs, it sounds. It sounds like he's, if it comes down to that, to where they, they need him to play the five... He'll do it. So it's like it's like any job, right? Like like you know, if you you don't like doing something, but you'll do it if you have to, right? 
So that's, that's where I kind of think he's going. It says, Davis is comfortable playing. This is a piece from Shams Sharania from the, the Athletic. It says he's comfortable playing minutes at center during the playoffs, Lee Swartz says. A true big next to him uh, over a full regular season. So hence getting Dwight Howard and him playing uh, the five. A true big, true five, you know, which is definitely Dwight. Um but we'll see how that changes because who knows if Dwight can stay healthy? Who knows if McGee can stay healthy? I think Davis is probably going to end up playing the five more than, than he wants to. Yeah, I think – I don't think it's a – it's close. He's going to have to play the five. Yeah. McGee is not going to be able to give you more than 20 minutes a game. Dwight's probably going to get injured at some point. Yeah, unless there's some um, other guy that they, they throw in the mix that can play the five, which – Coos. I mean, <laughs> I mean, talk about small ball, right? But uh, that I don't know. This it it'll be it'd be interesting to see how they they, they mix things up in the preseason. So maybe if they try little things here and there. Um, but th- the goal will be to keep Anthony Davis happy. Have we? How we've said the last few weeks, like that's the goal. You right? have to keep AD happy no matter what. So if he doesn't want to play the five this year, <laughs> you don't play him at the. You better work that's it what out. I think from the Lakers' perspective, you don't play him at the five until he signs that long term deal. Mm-hmm. And then you play him at the five. Yeah, then you say, you, you do what we tell you to do, even though he's under contract this year. I mean, it sucks, but they need him to play the five. He's He could dominate most most centers on offense, but defensively he's got to bang with them. They're, they're told to do. I mean, if you got to play a little bit out of position or if it's – you're obviously capable of doing it, right? Yeah. So just do it. I don't see what the big deal is. We'll I get see what it. They do. He probably feels limited. He probably has to, you know, guard guys like Rudy Gobert and stuff like that, where, or Embiid, which he probably doesn't want to do too much. But whatever, dude. Who do you think ends up starting? What Dwight and McGee? Mm-hmm. I, I would have said McGee, and there's no, no chance of Dwight starting. But now, I heard there's what open competition for the starting role. But Is then that again, true? wasn't he said to have been? Was it Shelburne that said Ramona Shelburne that said uh, he was promised a starting role? McGee. Oh, I'm not sure about when that. I don't even know what's the thing. Was he promised a starting role? Could have sworn. I could have sworn you said it on one of the pods the last couple of weeks. He might. I don't know. I'm not he sure about that. He signed with the the uh, intent of starting. Well, with the promise of starting. Starting. Right. Okay. But now Dwight's in the mix, and the open competition thing is coming up. So. I think it's a good thing. I think it's a healthy thing to, to battle that out and to have no, you know, set uh, lineups and like Kuzma even battling for a starting position. Um, so you mean you mean to tell me that Dwight and Javale are going to have a battle for LA's Lakers starting center? Did you just slap your knee? I was like, a knee slapper. Knee slapper, right there. Yeah, yeah. So uh, training camp should be interesting, even though it's only what a week. Um, we'll see how they they throw him out there, and I I'm betting they're going to throw Dwight in there a lot during the preseason. Just see what he's got left. You know? See what he can take. Especially early on. And that'll yeah. probably be the the one thing everybody's looking at. And the way, obviously, LeBron and AD play together. It'll be interesting to see. I'm not sure who will start, but um, definitely will be interesting. Put my money on McGee. Starting? Yeah. Okay. Um, this is from the Boston Globe. Moving on to the Clippers side. Um... Doc Rivers did an interview with Gary Washburn of the Boston Globe. There's the connection. I'm like, how the hell is that connected at all? Oh, yeah, yeah, Boston Globe, yeah. Okay. Um, Where he was asked about, you know, Kawhi Leonard and and the new team, and he said, this is what Doc said. 
From afar, Kawhi kind of reminds me a lot of Kevin Garnett. He reminds me of a quiet version of Kevin. He said, imagine a Kevin Garnett that didn't talk. His actions are why we followed him. Doesn't sound like Kevin Garnett anymore. <laughs> That's what it does. As verbal as Kevin was and as expressive as he was, if he didn't follow through with his actions, none of that verbal stuff would have worked. So that's why he says, uh, Kawhi reminds him of a quiet Kevin. He said, that's the best type of leadership uh, to show by example, uh, which is which is kind of true um, I mean, I in a way. I can see the intensity defensively. It's just, it's just funny because it, he's all emotion and all all intensity, right? Yeah, again, Kevin. quiet version. Just yeah. keeps it all to himself, but is just as ruthless. <laughs> so a robot, basically. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just as ruthless as, KD, as, as KG, though, where he just will do anything it takes to win. He played on injured knee last last postseason. Yeah. Willed his team to the to the finals. Um, and there's never a question of effort with, with Kawhi. That's for sure. Injured or not, there was a question of effort back when he was with the Spurs. Whether he was trying hard enough to come back and blah blah blah. Whether he was actually injured. And that's all stuff that you don't see on the floor, though. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, At least you didn't with him. Yeah, I I think Kawhi Kawhi does remind me a bit of Kevin in the lead by example way i just find it hard to see because they're just so different they're so different yeah personality like opposites yeah. yeah well i mean look doc's not saying this doc has experience with both of these guys not with Kawhi yet on the court but he's been around him he had that meeting with him and got a good feel for him mm-hmm. during free agency uh and even since then i'm sure they've met um and doc coached kg for a good i think it was Four or five years until 2013 or 2012. I don't know how long that won was. a title together. So um, had to get that in there, didn't you? Won a title together. They did win a title together. Just the, like the Doc and Kawhi will win a title together. Yeah, just like how the, the Lakers won a title against the Celtics. Oh, that Celtics team. That oh, a long time ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Uh, Doc went to add that um, you know this year it's 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 open in terms of the target on people's backs. Um, what do you mean like? Like yeah. the whole league kind of yeah, thing? He said it's open. It's 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 us. It's the Lakers. It's Golden State. It's Boston. It's a bunch of teams. Um, and we are clearly a team that teams will, will target. Um, it remi- he said it reminds me of the Miami Heat team back in 2010 that hadn't won yet, but when they added LeBron, D-Wade, and Chris Bosh, they were still a target. He compared his Clippers to that Miami Heat team. In terms of being the target on their back, even though they haven't won mm, I don't yet. know about that. Why not? That's a bit of a stretch. Because when LeBron went, I mean, it was a titanic shift, man. Like, everybody had their talking, but they thought of them as the enemy. I don't think people think of Kawhi and, and Paul George right, as the enemy. In the NBA, they didn't think about them as the enemy. They had a target on their back. I'm talking about from the NBA's perspective, from other teams' perspective. Yeah, I, I still don't agree with that statement. Hmm. I think, yeah, they're going to be a great team, but I don't think everybody's like, oh, my God, we better look out for the Clippers. They're going to kill everybody. I mean, when, the, when that Miami Heat team got together, it was like everybody's like, I don't think these guys are going to lose. Like, everybody's betting on them. Kawhi and Paul George, yeah, they're going to be really good. But I don't think everybody's thinking they're going to be unstoppable. Everybody thought that team was going to be unstoppable. Three superstars that's on the fair. same team. That's fair. That's that's true. Yeah. So, what you said it reminds me a little bit of. I'm not, I just not, thought, this team is that team. I just thought it was a bit of a stretch, that's all. Um I, th- I do think it is open, though, in terms of which team... I agree with that. ...will target on their back. 80 forced to trade out of New Orleans. Yeah. Kawhi There's sort of so much got movement. Paul George to L.A. The, the Warriors don't look like the Warriors anymore. I mean, it's... They got D'Angelo, though. They're still not bad, even though Kelly's No, out. it's not bad, but it's not what it was. 
And they don't know um, when they're getting Clay back. The Celtics lost superstar Aaron Baines. <laughs> they lost Kyrie Irving um, and Aaron Baines and Al Horford. So they're going to look very Horford different. I think Horford is going to be the one that's really going to kill them. Yeah, they're going to look very different. Yeah. Philly, Philly lost Jimmy Butler. Gained Al Horford. Gained Al Horford and Josh Richardson from the they Miami They may have Heat. gotten better overall. I think they, I think they may I think have. Redick might have hurt them a bit more than Jimmy Butler leaving, actually. Yeah, shooting was a big mm-hmm. issue for them. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's open. I don't I don't know if it's... Uh, I, I agree think, with Doc. I, I think it is open. I don't think we've seen this kind of parody in a long time. We said this a couple weeks ago. It's a two-star league now. Yeah. It's strictly a two-star it's league. duos. Yeah. Or like the 2K thing, the, the duos. Although Philly does kind of have a big three slash big four. They're, they're pretty good. Yeah, They've got four max guys. It goes, it goes Embiid, uh, Simmons... Horford. Then Horford, but not, I wouldn't consider Horford like a star. He's he's like one of those guys that's always in between. He's really Where's good, the thing? but he's not. You he wouldn't and consider Harris him a star. Got paid like stars. Five year one eighty for Tobias is star money. Five, a four one hundred for Al Horford is star money. You're not paying those guys unless there's stars in their roles. Might be and stars right be, now, but that that could, that'll change in terms of money wise in a couple of years. The fact, she, she the fact of the every, matter is, well, it's like Mike Conley getting being the highest paid player in the NBA a couple of years ago. It's like he never even made an All Star team, and he's the highest paid player. Well, in the that, NBA. I mean, he, he was deserving of it. There was just always a better no, I mean, point guard. I mean, of. yeah, he's for Memphis's purposes, yes, but on a different team, he's not getting that, right? Yeah, no, he. he I don't. I don't think he's ever made it. Right? He's never made it. He's never been an All Star team. Yeah. No, and now he's supposedly the best player on. A potential title contender on the, the Jazz? I I wonder if he'd make an all-star on this team. That's another question. That's the all-stars all you know mixing up now. That's yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be different. Yeah, that was that was a lot from Doc Rivers in that interview. Um you can check that out, Boston Globe. What about Shaq Daddy? Shaq chiming in on Dwight. Who? <laughs> exactly. I don't know that guy. <laughs> exactly. I don't know that guy is what Shaq said. So Team Z in typical fashion caught up, you know, with Shaq and asked him about Dwight coming back to the Lakers. And he's like, who? I don't know him. You know, there's always been beef between those two with Dwight, you know, taking the the, the Superman nickname. And Superman is in the building. Coming right after Shaq, being the next star in Orlando after Shaq. Like, well, not right after. You know what I'm saying. Yep. But uh, <laughs> it looks like there's still some animosity there a little bit. Oh, you think? He just, clearly doesn't like him. It's weird that with those two though. It's like they've gone back and forth. Like it's it's they're cool, and then all of a sudden, Shaq takes a shot. Dwight never really takes a shot. I don't think he has. He's too afraid of Shaq. <laughs> I, don't I, think, mean, I don't think he could be with Shaq on that. Level. Anytime some like anytime Barkley takes a shot at Shaq, Shaq just fires back with the ring. Oh, those two really. And nice. the conversation ends. Pretty so much. I don't know what you can take. What a else sh- can you say? Also, what hasn't Shaq done that you can take a shot at him for? Missing free throws? If that's the only thing. Dwight also misses free throws. So there's nothing that Dwight can really go at him at. Well, you can say he's he's sponsored by every company company possible. How's that a bad thing? <laughs> no, I'm just saying like he's... Bringing in checks left and right. People might call him a sellout. You I don't call blame him a sellout if you can checks left and right. I would do it. Yeah. I would do it. He's got the personality <laughs> where he can sell anything. You know? He's even selling that, the what's it called? The Zifa thing that I want to try because I snore like it? a friggin' bear huh the snoring thing yeah it's like that, that little mouthpiece you put in your in your mouth and it's supposed to keep like your your jaw open enough to where so the back of your snore? throat doesn't close oh, up or something okay. That's interesting so yeah. Shaq promotes that yeah it's one of his thousand things Shaq's like, everywhere like the man. general and I love the general commercials they're yeah. so corny 
and what was what was that the foot foot cream or something that he was uh this is a little uncharted territory here when we get to the foot cream part of the podcast we yeah, should probably good. just uh tough acting to back away <clears throat> uh, but yeah Shaq, i guess away. has never for- forgiven uh <laughs> dwight howard for all of his uh superman stealing nickname I'd, i'm and- just benny thinks he's a clown i like like many others think he's a clown but Shaq and kobe agree on something that's probably the one thing they do agree on. Wow. Probably. Look at that. Why can't we be friends? Because <laughs> you joke too much. That's true. That's true. Yeah, nothing Uh-oh. wrong with that. I joke all the time too, but I'm not I'm not a professional athlete. Could have been. Could have been. <laughs> Could have been. But uh, yeah. yeah, a lot of work to do. Well, that wraps it up for our uh, NBA podcast today. You can check out Ryan Ward at Ryan Ward LA on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can check out... You can check me out. You can check out. You can check me out on, on Twitter and Instagram. At, eh. Can I say my ad? Can oh, I yeah, plug go ahead. my ad? Go ahead. Go ahead. Eh. <laughs> you, can, you can check him out. You can check me out at T-O-M-E-R-A-Z-A-R-L-Y on Twitter and Instagram. Um, as always, uh, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Play, wherever you get your podcast, please. Um, any comments, questions, concerns, suggestions, um, shoot it to us on, on Twitter or Instagram. We're open to hearing everything. Um, we're going to be writing that will be at the Big Three Championship, championship. Uh, game this Sunday at Staples Center. Staples Center. That'll be fun. Uh, Ice Cube's done a really good job with that league. It's been entertaining. Joe Johnson's been on a tear. Joe Johnson, Steven Jackson going head to head. Yeah. Killer threes and triplets. Yeah, that'll be fun to watch. Um, and we've got a we've got a little surprise for you guys coming in the coming weeks. Uh, we won't reveal anything yet, but we've got something something cool in big, store. Big surprise! Big. You just gave it away. Did I'm it? just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but tune in for that. We'll, we'll keep you posted on that. Um, oh, and also, please check out uh, the Established the Past podcast, hosted by Dylan Reagan and Blake Level. Um, they have a they the have Doctor big, and Big. B. The Doctor and Big B, as we call them around here. Um, they've started a really good podcast for this uh, NFL season. They go in-depth on everything. In-depth. In for for reals, in-depth. Uh, they even just did a... They just recorded a one-hour, I believe, uh, Andrew Luck episode special. So that's pretty cool. Check them out uh, on Establish the Past Podcast is the name. Um, and You're yeah. pushing those uh, graphics out for the podcast, too, on a... Was it Clutch Points... NFL account, Clutch right? Clutch Points NFL, yeah. Clutch Points yeah. NFL? Yeah. So keep your eye out for that because we'll have the links in the bio of that one. Yeah, we well, hope you guys enjoyed it and uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Peace.